0: You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. This series that I started last week on what God starts, He finishes. Amen? He'll finish it. Tell your neighbor He'll finish it. Come on. You know, he, what He starts in our lives, He will finish it. In the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 6, I'm going to use a scripture that I used last week, and it says, And I am certain that God, who began a good work, somebody say good work, a good work within you will continue His work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Amen. What God has begun in you, He will follow through in you. I'm a work in progress. Come on. We are a work in progress. Amen. We're all a work in progress. Can somebody say amen? Come on. We, has anybody here arrived? No? Nope. Come on. You guys got to talk to me, man. I'm struggling up here, so you guys talk to me. Anybody arrive yet? Amen. So we all agree that we're a work in progress. Amen. The million-dollar question is, why does it take so long? Come on. Why does it take so long for us to finally get it? Why does it take so long for us to get from point A to point B? Come on. Anybody have a point B they're shooting for? Right? Come on. We're, we're, there's a, there should, you should have a point B. Because point A is where you're at right now. Point B is where you want to be. And so all of us have a, a goal that we're shooting for, or something that we're trying to, to succeed or accomplish in God, amen. Uh, and so we're, we're traveling through this. We're walking this, uh, this, uh, this uh, road with Christ, and we're running this race, and it's trying to get into the place where God wants us to be or what God is desiring us from us, amen. But why does it take so long at times? The answer is because we're humans. Come on, somebody. Come on. Some, some get there faster. I understand that. But we all fall short of God's glory, amen. So God takes us step by step to get us to the place with him. He has chosen to develop us slowly. Plus, all of us have what? Free will. And because of free will, how many of that's going to hinder sometimes? Because sometimes there are things that we don't want to do. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, there's things that you should be doing that we don't end up doing. And so things that we, we should get involved that we're not involved or things that we, need, we know that we need to do, we don't end up doing because of free will. And just like God allowed the Israelites to take the promised land little by little, the same thing works with us. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 22, it says, The Lord your God will drive out those nations before you little by little. Come on. He did it this way, church, that we would not be overwhelmed. Come on. God gives us just enough that we'll be able to handle whatever we're going through. Come on, somebody. So God prefers us that we take one step at a time. See, the problem with some of us is that we don't want to take those necessary steps to get where we need to get to. Some of us want to take some giant steps and get to a place faster And then when we do that, we get there prematurely. And then there's others that want to get carried to the next step. Come on, it's true. Tell tell your neighbor, I ain't going to carry you. I ain't going to carry you. I can't carry you. Come on, there's things, amen, that, that we don't... Take the necessary steps. See, there's steps that God has for each one of us. And you come to church, you get instruction. God says, okay, you need to take this next step. This is what you got to do next to go keep on moving forward. And we don't want to take those steps. Others want to get there quickly and fast. Amen. And, And they take these giant steps and they miss necessary steps in between. And then there's others that are completely lazy and want people to carry them. I can't take you into heaven you got to get it on your own. Come on, somebody say amen. So why does it take so long to get from point A to point B, amen? Why does it take that long for time, uh, uh, time, uh, for change to come and maturity to come? See, there are reasons that, that why we go through this. A reason is that some of us are slow learners. Come on, don't look at them right now. Come on, so we often, listen, we often have to relearn a lesson so many times till we finally get it. We thought we had it. We thought we learned from it, and what happens? It happens again. We fall short. We mess up. In the history of Israel, we can see how quickly they forgot the lessons that God taught them. Come on, time and time again, God would deliver them, right? When they were coming out of uh, Egypt, going into the promised land, time and time, God would teach them. And time and time, they forgot. Time and time, they would start what? Complaining. They would start saying, we want to go back. And you know what? Uh, You you should have just left us alone. Amen. And then we start, we start, start, start saying, you know what? Why are you forsaking us? Come on. You ever went like that with God where you thought, man, he left you? You know, he's, he's bringing, so we are just like the Israelites. We start complaining, amen. Uh, we make those necessary steps. We're walking with God. We're trying to get to point B. Uh, we're trying to get to the destination that God has us, amen. Uh, and we're getting, trying to go there. And all of a sudden, we, we start complaining because things hit our lives, amen. And we start saying, why, God? Why am I going through this again? Uh, you know, you're not there for me, amen. Uh, what, why, why is this happening again to my life? So instead of remembering what we learn, we revert back to who we were. That old woman rises up. That old man comes back. Come on, you know who I'm talking about. Come on, we we know that person would rise back up, amen, and so we have to relearn again. And then we also have a lot of things to unlearn. Come on, somebody. A lot of our personal or relational problems took years to develop inside of us. In other words, we came to God with a bunch of luggage. Come on, anybody here come perfect? Come on, we we came up, tore up, amen, from the floor up, amen. We were jacked up, amen. We were messed up. We had all kinds of luggage, all kinds of baggage in our lives. And then we come to church and we expect God to do a quick fix. We want God to do a quick fix to a long-lasting, deep-rooted problems in our lives. And since most of our problems, bad habits and hang-ups didn't happen overnight, we can't expect them to go away just like that. Come on. We have a lot of things to unlearn, church. There's a lot of things that we got to take away from our lives. No pill, no quick prayer, it's going to take away years of damaged stuff in our lives. Come on. It's going to require hard work. Somebody say hard work. For, for change to come. We, 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 you, you want to come to this altar. You want me to lay hands on you and think, man, that's it. I'm healed. I'm done. All my problems, all my heartaches, everything will go away. But how many know that doesn't happen? God can touch you. I know that you guys have been touched at the altar. You've been touched at church. Come on, anybody been touched by God? You, you get, you get the, the touch of God, but it still requires work on your behalf as you leave. You've got to work this. You gotta, the Bible says to work out your salvation, right? In fear and trembling, That we have to work out to be the man of God. We have to work out to be the woman of God, amen. And so it takes work for change to come. Now, I'm not saying that God can't do a miracle. But even in the miracle, you have to work hard at it to keep it. Come on, somebody say amen. See, while the Bible does say in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that we are a new creation, the very moment that we receive Christ, we are a new creation, but we still have a lot of bad habits, come on, hang-ups, hurts in our lives that God needs to change or heal. Is that right? Come on, there's things inside our lives, and so it has to be a work in progress. We have to work at this for God to change us, amen, and to remove those things that we have learned in the world. There's a lot of things to unlearn. Another thing is that we're afraid. Come on, we are. We're afraid to face who we really are. Hello. Come on. We're afraid to see the real us. Come on, you can put a front here, but you know who you really are. And so it's, when we get closer to God, a lot of that stuff gets exposed. And so we don't want to get too close. And the thing is, when we start to take those necessary steps, God starts to show the things inside your life and says, man, you got to remove this so that ugly is going to come out of you. Come on, somebody. Don't look at her right now. Don't look at him. Come on, it's, that ugly is going to come out of you, amen, because when you get to God, those things have to be exposed if you want change. That's why even Peter, uh, when he drew to God, uh, he says, get away from me. I'm, I'm, I'm a man with unclean lips. He sees the, the, the character inside of him when you're in the presence of God. Uh, and so sometimes, amen, we're, we're afraid, uh, amen, of who we really are or what's really inside of us that we don't even know. When I got saved, amen, and started to grow in the Lord, I mean, I really started to see who I was. My wife knew who I was, but I didn't see that, amen, because I was blinded in my sin, amen. I mean, I realized I was mean. Come on, anybody mean here? No one no, no wants to confess to that? I was mean in the world. Come on, I, I, was, I was, you know what, I was self-centered. I was arrogant, no one wants to confess. Amen. You guys are all innocent. Hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I was messed up. I started to grow with God. God started to point out those things inside my life that said, man, this is the kind of man you were. And I was like, man, God, thank God for the truth, amen, because the truth came and set me free, amen, hallelujah. You know, the truth came to set us free. Don't be afraid to see who you really are for God to remove that. If you want to move forward in God and grow in God, you're going to have to draw towards him and don't be afraid of what he shows you come on this is where freedom comes church this is where change comes but if you if you're in this 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 false uh, belief of yourself and think there's nothing wrong with you or, or 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 they all have the problem i have no problem they're the problem then there's a problem draw to god and he'll show you the truth in you we must allow god to shine the light of his truth in our faults, on, on our faults, Amen. On our, our our failures, on our mess ups and hang ups, Amen. Bad habits, in order for us to grow. Anyone want to grow in this place? Come on! And so we got to oh, allow God to come in and say, God. Shine your light of truth on the things that are defected in my life, things that I don't know. That's what made David so powerful when he says, God, search my heart, oh God. Find those hidden things and and show them to me and put me on the path of everlasting. God, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to. I want to see who I really am. You ever ask God to say that question? Show me who I am. Woo, come on. Some of you guys are afraid to ask God that. I'm telling you, if you want change and you really want to change the character of who you are and the things that you don't see that you're blinded to, that the world sees, your family sees, the church sees, God sees, tell God, show them. And he'll expose them. But let me tell you, he'll bring change. When I seen myself and who I really was, Outside of God, I was like, man, I was mean to my wife. I was a mean person, period. I was just self-centered. It was just about me. It's what I, I wanted. It, I had no, nothing to do with anything else but me. It was very selfish. I was a selfish man. And I did not see it like that. So God came into my life. And God started to expose those things in my life and says, son, this is who you were. This is how you acted. I said, man, I didn't like it. And God's light just shined on me, and he started to show me those things in order for me to change, in order for me to grow, church. See, we cannot grow unless we we have a humble and teachable attitude. You want to change? Humble yourself before God. You want to change? Be teachable. Don't think you know it all. Be open-minded when someone's bringing correction, uh, when someone's teaching you something, or someone's bringing you a word, amen. Uh, be humble and teachable and apply it to your life. Let me know that growing can be painful and scary at times? Come on. There's a saying, if you want your body to grow bigger and stronger, no pain, no gain. Come on. Those on diets... Retro, whatever the diet is called, I don't know. Teal, keto, whatever. recto, whatever. Hallelujah. I'm on a seafood diet. I just eat food. Amen. Whatever food I eat, I eat. Well, whatever it is, you know. There, there there's, there's, there's. If there's no pain, there's no gain. If you can't go through the pain of, of doing the diet or, or exercising or, or doing what you need to do, there is, if there's no pain, there's no gains. Listen, if there is no growth without change, amen there is, there is no growth without change, there is no change without loss, and there is no loss without pain. Right there. There is no growth without change. There is no change without loss. And there is no loss without pain. If you want to grow, church, let me tell you, there's going to be some pain. Uh, Come on, there's going to be some loss in order for change to happen. In every change, there's going to involve some kind of loss or pain. We must let go. Somebody say let go. We must let go and let God in in order to experience the new that he wants to give to each one of us. That's saying if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation, if you really want to experience that new, then you're going to have to let change come into your life. What God has started in you, uh, when you got saved, uh, what God began in you, He will finish it. He will bring it to completion in your life. Come on, come on, don't give up in the middle of the race. Don't give up in the the middle of the road with God, amen. What God started, he finishes, but he's going to show things in your life that he wants to expose inside of you. There's things that we have to unlearn. There's things that we have to learn, amen, and there's things that we're going to have to not take fear and say, God, show me who I am. And then you're going to have to go through the pain in order to gain. Come on, somebody. Because sometimes we fear change. Come on, you ever fear change? You ever, you ever fear of just changing jobs and say, you know what, I'm gonna change job or, or moving, moving. I'm not moving out of state. Come on, sometimes that can be just be fear. You know, I, I came, we came out here, man. We we're like, let's go. And when we got here, we were like, I don't know if this is gonna work. So you get fear inside of you. It's normal to fear that. Or you get a new position. I remember, I remember uh, in the job that I'm presently in, they opened a position of management, which I did many years. And so I thought, I'm going to go back, you know, to management. And the very first day, fear gripped me. And they start doing all this, giving me all this work. And I was like, I should have just stood in sales. And I, I let fear grip me for a moment. I'm, I'm telling you. Maybe within the, the first half hours, I was tripping. I was like, man, I, I made the bad decision here. But then I said, no, oh. God swore me, and I just went for it, and, and I enjoyed that time there for that time and that season. I'm back in sales, amen, and it, management just took a lot from church and everything, so I said, man, get me back in sales. God bless me, amen, I'm able to focus more on the church. But sometimes we fear change. Sometimes we're wondering, we wonder who we're going to become you know you are used to you and god wants to create a new you and you 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 kind of freak out am i going to be a weirdo you know <laughs> come on we, we come on am i gonna, am i going to how am i going to be how how am i going to you start to have fear in some of the things come on somebody tell your neighbor you're not a weirdo you are all right praise god be a weirdo for jesus amen See, we cannot build ourselves, listen, around the defects of our lives. Come on, there has to be change in our lives. We cannot just say, this is the way I am. You know what? I'm a mess up. I'm not smart. I I don't know how to show love. I'm insensitive. So this is the way I'm going to serve God. We got to change, church. There has to be something we can't work around. God's not going to work around the defects of your life. He wants to remove the defects of your life and put you effective in in the kingdom of God. So there's things that we have to remove. God just says, you know what, you've got to accept me the way I am. Yes, you you can come to God as you are, but he's going to clean you up. And it takes work, and it's going to take pain. But through that, you gain, church. There has to be something in ourselves. We We can't make up the rules and say, do you want me? This is how I am. I'm not going to change the way I talk. I'm not going to change the way I walk or dress or how or, or, or I treat my wife. No, you, there has to be change. God died on the cross for you to change, not for you to stay the same, amen. There has to be change in our lives, church. If we really want to experience the newness of God, to be that new creation, we have to learn to be sensitive. Come on, I know that men are not sensitive. I, I, that's my prayer. God, I want to be sensitive. Now I cry. Hallelujah. I cry more. We were we were watching end games and my, my wife says, Are you crying? When it's iron, never mind, I'm not gonna spare him. <laughs> are you gonna cry? And I said, No, I'm, i have sinuses, man. My eyes are watery. I'm sick. I'm, crying. I'm not crying. See, if you're not willing to go through the pain, there will be no gain, church. And the end result is no growth. You may come to church year after year, but you're going to be sitting in that same chair year after year with no growth. They're like, What are you doing now? I'm just just here. Are you in ministry? No. What are you doing? Nothing. Just here. Got my seat. Pay my tithes. <laughs> come on, that's, that's not enough, church. And I'm not saying that you're not going to get in. But come on, you're, you, 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 God has so much more for you. So I was saying on, su- on Sunday, you're, you're born for greatness, church. God wants to do something inside and he wants to use you. But you're going to have to allow to change the defects in your life. For some of us, we've got to change the way we talk. Come on, somebody say amen. You know, we, we, we can't we can't street talk. We can't, do, we can't just do those things that are not that are not right, church. There's some things that we're gonna have to change. There's some things, you know what, you're gonna come on, you're gonna have to pull up your pants, tuck in your shirt. There's some there's certain things where you have to do in the in the kingdom of God, where there has to be a separation. God says to separate yourself. You know, there has to be something different. We we can't have the same prideful walk. There has to be something different inside of us, church. And God wants to remove those things and not say, God, accept me with these things. See, we, we want to serve God the way we want to serve God. And that's not how it works. God wants you to serve him the way he told you to serve him, way way the word of God says that we ought to be. You know, we, there has to be change. But see, when you fall in love with God, because this all goes back to love, when you fall in love with God, then you're going to do everything to, for, for that love. I'm going to change for someone I love. I'm going to do things different for someone I love. Come on, that, that's why we do what we do. Because we're in love with God. It's not just rules and regulations. If you're serving a God of rules and regulation, then you're serving a God of religion. You don't have a relationship. When you have a relationship and you're in love with someone, then you would not do the things that will hurt your lover, right? You're going to do whatever is going to please your lover. And so this, this our God is our lover, Amen. We we got to do things that please him, not not make him displeased. And so if you love someone, you're going to ch- you're going to do whatever you got to do to change. You're going to comb your hair. You're going to dress right. You're going to smell good. Amen. You'll do things. And so it's it's falling in love and it's not just rules, see I, I didn't get saved for rules and regulations. If you, if, you, if you came like that, then you won't last in church long. Or you'll be, you'll be by, living by the law instead of grace. So there, there's just some things that we need to change, amen. Like I said, if you're not willing to go through the pain, there's not going to be no gain. And the end results will be no growth. But you got to understand that it takes time to develop. How many know that we're creatures of habit? Amen. Whatever we're in habit of doing is who we really are. If we are kind to people, come on, then we have a a habit of being kind to everyone. Right? If we have integrity, then we have a habit of being honest. Come on, if we are a true servant of God, amen, then we have a habit of thinking of others. Your habit, listen, your habit defines your character. And the only way that, you're going to help, uh, that that we're going to get developed this Christ-like habit of, of his character is to practice him. We've got to practice being Christ-like. Amen? Come on, it's easy being you. There's no problem being who you are, but being Christ-like is going to take some work. Come on, we've got to show love when we didn't used to show love. We got got to show kindness when we didn't want to show kindness. Come on, it's the fruit of the spirit of kindness. Come on, gentleness, peacefulness, patience, self-control, all all those things, God, I need. Those are your characters. That's your characteristics of who you are. I need them in me because they're not me. You got to practice them, and and practice is going to take some time. Come on. There are no habits that happen instantly. It takes time. Paul, uh, 1 Timothy 4, 7, Paul says this and urges Timothy. He goes, Paul urged Timothy, practice the things. Practice these things and devote your life to them so that everyone can see your progress. See, we practice these things that people can see that God moving inside our lives, God doing something in your life. If you practice them, people take notice and say there's something different in your life. They're seeing the progress in your life and seeing God in your life. If you practice something over and over in time, you're going to get good at it. You'll become, it'll become part of your character where you won't have to work. It's just part of who you are because God now has removed the defects of your life and he's put his good character inside of you. Now it becomes who he created you to be. That's how God created us to be. Do you think he created us to be evil? No, that, that's, that's, that's the flesh. That's the self-will. That's, there's, there's the prince of the air that's here, guys. You know th- These are the, the entities that we, we battle that are in the earth. Amen. So we got we to gotta practice the good character and show love. And don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry from where you're at to where you want to be. I want to do this, I want to do that, and you're running and, and you're, 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 good, you're going to burn yourself off and you're going to get there prematurely and you're going to blow it. A test will come and you'll fail. Take the time that you need to take to get where God wants you to be. See, as you grow, as you grow to spiritual maturity, there are several things that you, we have to do in order to cooperate with God in order to grow. First, believe that God is working in you, even when you don't feel it. Know that God is working in your life. I don't feel God. He's working on your life. You keep coming to church. You keep doing what you need to do. God is working in your life. you got to believe that God is What He's began in your life, he will what? Finish it. So you got to believe that God is working in your life, even when you don't feel it. Spiritual growth is at times very hard because it's a, a step-by-step process, as I said. So expect growth to come gradual. It takes time, church. Man, there's things that have been, that, that God has healed in my life that has taken years to heal. And there's things in my life that God has exposed over the years that are still in me. I thought I had it good, I, I'm all right, but there's a defect. And he shows me my defects. and he says, "Ah." Oh, you got to remove this. So i got to practice on the opposite of what that defect is. And God starts to remove that, and it becomes part of my character. But guess what? He works on one. There goes another one. Come on. You thought all those pimples were gone? Boom, there comes that pimple again. It, it, these things just come at us, and so we've got to continue to grow gradual. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3, one, everything on earth has its own time and season just like the earth has winter spring summer and fall there are seasons in our spiritual walk the springtime in your walk is when everything is growing everything is happening you're having a great time you're being blessed you get raised on the job i mean everything's just flowing everybody's happy you're not mad at nobody no one's mad at you amen Uh, every everybody has that hallelujah smile amen it's like this is great amen until never mind then fall and winter come in our spiritual walk. And that's when you, you don't feel like you're growing. But this is where God is stabilizing and testing your walk. So even when you don't feel like he's there, he's there. He's working in you. Even when you don't feel it, he's still working in it. Even in those seasons of fall and, 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 and those seasons of winter when things seem not growing, God's still doing something in you. We all have problems and habits and hurts that we want to be removed instantly from our lives. We want a miracle. So we pray for the miracle. But don't be disappointed, church, if your answer comes through gradual change. Even when you don't feel like it, you don't feel him, he's still working in you. Be patient with God and with yourself. Come on. We're probably the most impatient people that we, we deal with is us. I don't know about you. I'm an impatient person. Impatient person. <laughs> so that, I am. Amen. I, 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 I want things done, and, and, and sometimes God has to tell me, slow down, boy. It's all right. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath i got to breathe and say, okay, you're right, God. It'll be handled. It'll be taken care of because God always comes through. Doesn't he? He always comes through, church. One of life's frustrations is patience. Come on. Everyone's in a hurry. Like I said before, everyone wants quick solutions to their problems. Everywhere you go, people are in a hurry. Drive-thrus, banks, people putting gas. Come on. Come on, driving, driving on the street, supermarkets. I mean, everybody's in a rush. I mean, I'm, I'm barely putting the, the thing back and turning the thing, and here they come, moving on my car, and like, oh, can you get my receipt? They're, everybody's in a hurry. Amen. We get frustrated that God's timetable is not the same as ours. We want it quick, fast. Easy. We got a problem with our spouse. We want to pray one prayer and the next morning they wake up okay. Come on. We want to pray this prayer that everything is resolved. Amen. We had a problem with somebody. We make this quick prayer. God, fix it, fix her, fix him, fix whatever you need to fix by tomorrow morning. We have to remember God is never in a hurry. He will use your entire life. Listen. To prepare you for eternity. There are many examples in the Bible how God took long time in developing character in people. It took Moses eighty years to prepare, including forty in the desert. You know how many days are those? Fourteen thousand six hundred days, where Moses kept wondering, "Are we there yet?" God kept saying, nope. Great men and women of God have grown through struggles, storms, and seasons of suffering. We must be patient, church, with the process. Like the Bible says, what he started, he'll finish. James advises us in James chapter 1, verse 4 of the Message Bible. It says, don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so that you become mature and well-developed. And don't get discouraged during the process. Don't get discouraged. Don't don't, Don't give up. Don't become depressed that God's not acting quick enough. Hang in there. Keep going. Because what he started, he'll what? He'll finish it. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3 says These things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. What he starts, church, he'll finish. Come on, don't get impatient. Don't 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 lose yourself. Just be patient. My God will come through. He's come through time and time, and he'll come through again, church. Remember, remember that a delay is not a denial from God. A delay is not a denial. We have to remember how far we have come, not how far we have to go. Come on, church. Look at yourself. Have you come a long way? Come on, don't, don't, don't think about where you got to go. Think where you are, man. I mean, I can look back and say, thank God I'm not there anymore. Hallelujah. Come on, some of you guys, maybe even next week, thank God I'm not there anymore. Come on, you can look back. Don't look back. Look how far God has taken you and what God is doing in you. Not where you, man, you, you're not there yet. You're not doing this yet. No, think of what he's already taken you from. Remember where you were and where you are now, church. I'm going to tell you, I'm in a lot better place than I was X amount of years ago. How about you? Come on. We've we got to move forward, church. Move forward. Just like our banner says, Be still. He still, know that He's God in those impatient times and those frustrated moments, and things that are not clicking, and the answer prayer is not coming. You've got to hang in there, you've got to just say, God, I know you started something inside of me, and you're going to finish it. I believe in you, despite of what I see around me, despite of things not being changed in my home, or changing my life, or changing the workplace. or change whatever, whatever situation you're going through. God, you, you started something in my life, and I know you're going to finish it. But I'm going to have to struggle, and I'm going to have to fight this through, because if there is no pain, there is no gain. And God, I have to go through it. I'm going to work. i got to work hard through this, because hard work will pay off. And as he says here, not, it will not be overdue a single day. What he owes you, what he's going to bring inside of you, he will not overdo it a single day. He'll come right on time. Amen? Is I close tonight? It takes time to grow, church. You have to work it. Come on, you know, what, you know how to do the work. You got to work it. Come on, if you want weight to come off, you want muscles to grow, you got to work it. Come on, you, if you want stability, you want good health, you got to work it. Come on, if you, if you want to eat right and do things, you, you got to work it. Come on, if you start one thing, finish it. See, the problem is we're good starters, not good finishers. Come on. Uh, I'm pretty sure many people, when this year started, started with a diet. I wonder how many are still on it. Or they're doing other diets. You know what they do? They try to find the diet that's easiest. I can handle this one. But you've got to do other things with it. It's not just eating right, church. You've got to exercise. You can eat all you want, but it doesn't mean you're healthy. If you eat less things. It doesn't mean that, that you're healthy. You've got, to, you've got to do things to your body. You know, people think just eating the right food is all you need. No, you need to exercise. You need to, you need, there's certain things that you've got to do, church. No pain, no gain. That's not finished with us. It's not finished with you. What he starts, he'll finish. Don't be in a hurry to get there. Just slow down. Take the necessary steps with him. Take those steps. Change is gradual. Change will come. It'll come to Pass Church. Come on. He's always walking with you. Just be patient. Don't get discouraged. And know that he's doing something new in you. Come on. This is. A, 2019 should be something. God, I want you to do something new. I don't want to just live and serve you another year. I want to do something. I want you to do something new inside of me. Show me some defects in my life. What what can I remove this year? What can I stop doing this year? That's always had a struggle. How can I break that this year? God, I want something new this year. I want a new revelation this year, God. I, I want. I want. I want a new encounter this year, God. What is it, God? I want something. See, you've got got to have a hunger and anticipation. Otherwise, you're just going to come to church, and church is going to be boring, and you're just going to No change. You may still be here, but there's no change. I don't know about you, but I I want him to finish what he started in my life. Amen? Let's all stand up. Because I'm here to let you know God's not finished.